1: Hi, everybody. Russell My Amazon. 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're channel, please subscribe and hit the bell icon so you're made whatever, you made aware you anytime I put new content on. As well as, I think like lovely channel sponsors, untuckets. Check them out in the description below. So, Euros are, uh, well, this is going out on Friday. The, the Euros have started. Um, you see what I did there, Paul? See, like, I've I recorded I it before, but I pretend and then I'll I like forget. It. And then what I'll do is I'll edit this bit out. Nice. <laughs> All I forget to, either or, doesn't matter. <laughs> so anyway, England, England's playing on Sunday. Obviously, Euros, Euros songs, um, and and you know, and Paul Paul's released one. Paul's released one with with the help of our friend of the channel, Mister Canningtown Len. Uh, Good times again, it's called, and uh, but also more importantly, I know he's released a song singing, but he's a hammer. That's why he's on the show. That's why he's on the show. Mm-hmm. How are we doing, Paul?
0: Very well, Russ. I, I appreciate you having me on your show. I mean, what a show to be on. I've, I've looked at many of your, your videos from other people. And, and wow, you, you've had some people on here, man. We've done all right. Yeah, we have done all <laughs> right. done all yeah, right, yeah. Not as, not as pre- do, you know what, do you know what I haven't done? I haven't been on more well. than just a podcast, but you have. Oh, I know. I must say that is an experience you must live <laughs> through yourself. I, so, I saw, I saw have I went on, I went on the
1: they, they did some uh, Len and Nigel, like a, a, a sort of a supplementary one, and I did that, but not with not not of all three of them in the, in the same room. So,
0: okay. uh, yeah. so that's
1: so nice. far so good. So far so good, yeah. So, uh, so how's things for you, man? You must be, um, must be excited
0: about the, the single out and all that stuff. I'm excited about the single. Um, I'm looking forward to the Euros. I've, mm-hmm. I've got a good feeling that. I mean, to be honest, I think I always have this feeling that we might do all right, yeah. but I, I, I'm feeling it even more so this time. Which, yeah. you know, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yourself,
1: are you? Are you I, feeling honest, it? To be honest, I, I'm I'm really crap when it comes to international football. Um, I'm never really up for it. Like during, like you know, like the nations league and mm. and the friendlies. Like, oh, but as soon as the tournament turns up, I'm a proper turncoat. You know, I would be. <laughs> You know, red, red, red and white Painted and in the pubs and So yeah, I am excited um, I just think It's one of those things where I think it's Where where, where sort of England have this sort of Like every England fan Anytime any sort of Tournament comes I think we're going to win It's sort of a bit like Being a West Ham fan Like every season That is
0: exactly season. It's but our I, season I've We're going to do well And it's like I've always I've always felt the same I've always felt That supporting West Ham Is like being an England fan Because I mean, if you support Man United, City, Arsenal, all through the years, you've had success. Whereas us, West Ham, not been so lucky in recent years. And the same with England; they've always got a team where there's some players in there. You think, yeah, this is the time. You know, it's looking good, and it always seems to always seems to stumble, doesn't it? It's true. And I feel I feel that's on par with being a hammer. It is. I mean, I'm
1: the same. Literally, I know in like a few days' time, the fixtures will be out for the Premier League. And for next season, and you look at them and go, "That's it. This is our, this is definitely our season." And usually, we sort of the the optimism drops off about October, November time. But
0: not this year, not this season. This <laughs> yeah. just carried on, didn't it? it was mental. The whole it was, season was crazy. It was far beyond anything any of us could have imagined, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, what a, what a, what a bunch of guys we got there, all playing for each other and all playing for the manager and. Just such good team spirit. You could see it like every yeah. match that just the way they all you know congratulate each other and hug each other and play for each other. Love it. It's a really good time to be a West Ham supporter. It's, it
1: is, and you're exactly right. It's a team that plays for each other. Um yeah. if you had to pick your hammer of the year, Paul for last or well,
0: the season's just gone, Ooh. who would you pick? I think I'd go Suček. I think I, I think I'd have to, I think it's, it's just so consistent. It's just, yeah. When he came into the team, he just brought something with it. I know, obviously, Lingard half a season he bought a lot mm. with him. But I think consistency throughout the whole season, I, I, sue Chek or or De- or Declan Rice, it's mm. yeah, it's one of them two for me.
1: What, but what I like about this season is you ask that question to lots of people, and it's not the same answer. You know, usually, okay. and that, for, for usually for the last four or five years, it's been. Demetri Pyatt, Declan Rice, oh, no this <laughs> bits uh, yeah. you know, Arnie, you know. It was, but this year because we've got a team, it has been like it could be three or four. It could be Declan, it could be Sujeck, it could be Uggabonner, it could be Su it could be yeah. Four Nows, it could be Antonio. Realistically, it could be any of them, and um, and I just think that's that's such a good reflection on the the idea of we've got this team built around a team now rather than individuals,
0: and so. If- it feels different, doesn't it? Yeah. it? It feels it feels like something that we're not used to. I think in, in well, not for many years anyway. Mm, that's just true. just 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 yeah. It's exciting. Uh, towards you know towards the end of the season, I just felt like every, well, apart from when they stumbled a bit, but you yeah. felt like they could go into any game and just win that game. And yeah. the majority they did, didn't they? yeah they did so, and, and, yeah. And,
1: and, they, and that's what i liked about it you know even when we went one nil down or something you know the the nature of our team spirit you know you're like oh sorry we'll score in a minute you know it's like it was so we were like really confident and, it, and again i can't remember a time for a long time but we were confident and sort of we yeah, very few games we didn't score as well, which is a game <laughs> game for us as well. You know what I mean? So or or a very few games which we didn't hit the bar. You know, I mean, you know, I think we hit the crossbar yeah. three times this last season. I think Tottenham, Tottenham beat us. The only think Tottenham did beat us on uh, all season uh, is how many times they hit the crossbar, but uh, no, it's all good, man. And and My obviously go on, go on, you can man, we well, no, I'm that's That's
0: okay, we'll give that to them. They, oh, they beat I'll take us on that. over over you knee know, position.
1: Yeah, I answer that. Different European comp- the better <laughs> European competition. I'll take, that. I'll take that. And now it seems that Tottenham are trying to like anyone who's they're just trying to get anyone to be their manager. Now I think oh, I got I got a missed call from them today, and you know it's just ridiculous <laughs> at the moment. I feel so sorry for Tottenham fans. I really do because you know I'm, really, really a lot my friends, you know, and it's like okay, it's like you know they don't like it, it's probably have this sort of they're not my second team at all or anything like that, but it's like you know you, you have a giggle. But now it's getting a bit silly now. You know, I mean, even it's, like Wolves have got their manager sorted. I don't know Everton haven't got their manager sorted yet. But well, technically, us, we, we haven't even got our manager, to be fair. Well, I, I think our one's
0: sorted though, isn't he? I think he's I, I think, think he's there. I think he's think got
1: to is, be in it. Yeah. It's in but, the in-tray. Apparently it's in the in-tray. He's just got to just look at it and just sign it and then put it in the out-tray. But yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so you know, those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones until, until and yeah, totally. <laughs> so, so, yeah, this yeah, that's
0: not so anymore about managers, ah. but
1: yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on to the song. Right. So so okay. you know why do you what obviously uh, I know I know I stick to it to Len obviously yeah, you know, it was gonna come out last year, obviously, but obviously the euro didn't happen.
0: Um why why write a song for England? Um I'm a I'm a musician. I've been playing, I've uh, been in many bands over the years um, and I've always written songs and, and that song, Good Times Again, did start in 2002. Wow. It's just a, it's just a song that I've just, I just felt like writing a football song. I always, I always felt like, you know how they say like everybody's got a book in them. Yeah. Well, I always felt like every kind of musician should have a, a football song in them. So I thought I'd give it a go. Um, over the years, I kept updating the song. You know, yeah. people came, <laughs> people <laughs> went. Um, and it got to last year, and I actually felt like I'm just going to record a proper version of it. And then I'm done with it. I'm happy. Um, I did record that. And then I saw um, Canning Town Lens, um, everybody's second team yeah. documentary film. Brilliant. Um, I, saw, I such such a good thing to watch I really enjoyed it for the content but also the animation I just saw that and I thought wow I'd love that I'd love to have my song a video with that animation um so I got got in touch with Canyon Town Len um and then the project was kind of you know it's on it's on hold for a few months and and in recent months he got in touch and he said right let's do this yeah. so between us a little project music and a video and, and the video has been released today. So It has, it has been released yeah. I've got to give credit to Len because he did do like a promo version of the video and it did feature a Mr. Lingard. Yes, in the video. Yes. Do you know? I just, I just realised you're right, it did <laughs> Yes, it did have Jesse in but the in the promo. Unfo- unfortunately, due to Mr. Southgate, yes. <laughs> um, we had to take him out, and I, I believe it's Phil Foden instead of playing the guitar. Phil Foden, it's Phil Foden
1: with his new haircut. It is, yes. So that's so it's bang, that's, so bang up to goes, date. Bang, it's literally bang up to date. Not only, so imagine oh, Len oh, changed. Yeah, I imagine Len changed it, and then he saw that Phil, oh, for God's sake, Phil. You, and then, you know, yeah, you know, Len. You
0: know, he's like, oh. I can just, I can just right,
1: imagine yeah. him. Yeah. He him, seeing that him like, <laughs> like you know all the dye in his hair, but yeah, no, it's great. And what we'll do is, um, we we'll, this and this is this is a clip. We'll pop a clip of it now. Brilliant! There we go. What a great thank you. <laughs> the magic! The magic of the internet. <laughs> love it. I mean, that's the great thing. That's the one thing I always love about about the Euros. Well, there's there's certain things. Any sort of time England play, you get. Well, particularly in the last two or three I can remember. Particularly, I get I get literally hundreds and hundreds of of those little video clips of it's coming home with various different. You know, like it might be Del Boy singing it, or you know, oh, they've already oh, started already started man that's a, that's a
0: classic isn't it I think I don't think well
1: I don't think <laughs> you can feed that good one. Time,
0: apart from good times uh, again yeah yeah of course Right, yes. Paul you got to sort it yeah you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just- <laughs> yeah I'm just yeah I'm sort this out but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great song but we need a newer one we need I a think, newer you know. one Yeah,
1: one, one of my classic ones which is which I always find on YouTube every time is uh, Terry Venables England Crazy Brilliant song! It's all big band. No one, no one, no one's heard of it. Honestly, I think it's two. I think it was two thousand two. Might have been World Cup
0: because yeah, it must be because I was at uni. Yeah, Terry Venables, England, crazy. I think it. I think he did release a couple of like actual like, pops, like singles back in the day, didn't he? Yeah, like, he did his like big, not football. big band, all that big band stuff. He ain't got a bad voice, but it's just so
1: cheesy. So I always, <laughs> always have to find it, like, it oh. I need to find that. <laughs> oh England, crazy, it'd be great. Terry Reddables. Guys around a bus in London, open top bus with a with a mic which is not plugged in or switched on. Um and yeah, brilliant. That, that problem because you just got Len to just animate you instead.
0: I know, it's great, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. You have to think about that music, <laughs> Yeah. You know, you just get Len to do it. Yeah. yeah, good old Len. Yeah, good old Len. Love, love old CTL. Right, now, more importantly, obviously, you're a hammer. So, usually the first question I usually ask, but obviously we've been about music and stuff, is why are you a hammer, Paul? Why are hey?
0: you a Well, growing up, uh, my family was sort of split between West Ham and Arsenal. Um, I remember the 1980 Cup final. I was at my nan and granddad's for the for, for the weekend. And my, my nan was a West Ham supporter and my granddad was an Arsenal supporter. Right. Um, my, nan, my nan was the one that always cooked the really nice dinners that we all had. So you can't really, you know, you can't go against that. You can't go so against your can't Exactly. Your so because of that, West Ham. And we was. We won it on the day, so that was a really good choice on the day. And and, and you know, I might have made a, I've got a few regrets in in recent in years. Yeah, by, with the but... <gasps> season and stuff like that. But, <laughs> but you once you get your team, that's your team, isn't it? Yeah, and you just follow them thick and thin. It is, or more
1: more thin. So.
0: Us more, more thin, maybe some thick on the
1: way. Oh, nice. that's what I want—a couple of thick seasons. I love, love it wearing You can just get a couple of thick seasons in. But yeah, and you're right. Once you found your team, that's it. You're done, isn't it? It's like I think, unlike some teams, I think you know where you have like f- fairwall fair fairway fans, rather where they sort of you know they, they join because it's like, yeah. Chelsea, like Chelsea, right. then they all became Man City. I think West Ham's is just a different club, isn't it? It's like once you're in, you're in. You
0: don't sort of Deviate. Um, exactly. And then once you've, and I think once you've been there once and seen them, that's it. Hooked, hooked yeah, for life, isn't it? It's true. Hooked, it's true for life.
1: I mean, we've, we must have done over 300 and something interviews, and everyone I've interviewed, you know, I've said, oh, I said, they say exactly the same thing, you know, I went the first time and that was it. I was hooked, you know, not no, I haven't interviewed one person yet who has said, or even one of the players who said they've played once and that was it. No, it's like we've gone, yeah, it was all right. It's okay, I suppose. You know, everyone's like, that's it, I'm done. I mean, you know, I mean footline sinker and at least it wasn't even necessary about the match. You know, when you when I said to some people, oh you know, what was your first game? You go, oh was some people go like, I can't remember the game, but all I can remember is I can remember the smell of the burgers and the, the cut grass yes. and and then they, uh, they Yeah. Smoking era so that, like with all the fags and just a, it's just a sensory thing isn't it really I think
0: going to football it's, it's just a feeling isn't it just it just it's yeah it's hard it, to it, explain it, it feels more than just you go on you go with on your own or with your friends or but it, you feel more than just one person you just yes. feel like you're all connected and and the same with away matches I always like going to away matches because you was part of the small you was part of the m- minority yes. and it just felt it felt more feels more
1: yeah, you're totally right, and it's like the away stuff. Is like you know, you are just more of a more of a gang than aren't you? Not yeah. usually, but you know what I mean. So it's a the gang. There's less of you. Uh, it's you us against them. You're uh, representing.
0: You, represent
1: exactly, you London. london yeah. You're
0: sort
1: of like turning out for that team and. And yeah. yeah, it's a good show. I don't think about that in terms of away matches as much. But you think, yeah, I used to love going. There. We don't never used to do that many, to be honest, because I, I barely because I get a pass of the home games, so not like the away <laughs> games always. But when we did, it was special, special time games, the away games and stuff, um, just because yeah, and also everything's a bit different. You don't know whether. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah, the, yeah, totally. I, I remember going to I think Oldham. I think it was Oldham once, and, and we got a hot pot at half time. So, like, <laughs> yeah. get a hot pot, what? Not a burger. We got a Hot pot I mean that's what football's all about Isn't it
1: Hot yeah. pot Half time love it oh, That's brilliant <laughs> It's just like that Isn't it It's like Oh you know People like that. You know and Obviously people go to When they did go to away games with know You know The regulars And so you know, that will be the same pub That's the West Ham pub Or the away team pub And, and stuff like that And it's yes. just And you see a lot of people You might not necessarily sit with You know at, at London Stadium But obviously you'll see them away Because they always play They always go to the away games And stuff And it's um oh, I just can't wait for everyone to get back. Do you know what I mean? Just like that, commun- that community spirit. I mean, it's it's okay on Twitter and, and Facebook and on a virtual thing. But, you know, when we had 10,000 at the last game and you saw, and obviously Nigel was there oh. and Sean, and you saw him there with their, their pies and Sean would probably a few pies known him. Um, and <laughs> I can't, he, he, he gives it to me so much. They call me the button, me the, the, was it the button monkey because all I do is press a button. <laughs> It's like oh, well, it's a button that you'd
0: love to press, wouldn't it? But anyway, um, and so yeah, but I'm not, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to grasp on anyone, but I think they mentioned you on the on the modern podcast the other day. Of course I they think do. you got a yeah, I've I've uh, you know, you've got lots of love and respect rent for
1: you, free in so there. That's what it is, it's rent free. No, it's it's all love. <laughs> you know what? It's great. You know, as I said, I love I love Sean, I love uh, I love Len and, and Nigel's fan. Nigel comes on do we do a, like a we do like a, an evening, like we so often, where we do appreciation nights. We did with Frank MacAvaney the other day, um, where we sort of like do his highlights, show him highlights and things like that. And uh and had turned up, and that's Nige's favourite player ever. And he was like a schoolboy. It was really like you know, like yeah, it's really sweet. But yeah, no, he's a top. they they were top guys, and as I said, they are uh, they are good lads. And um, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, with with West Ham, that's the thing. You know, seeing like. But seeing Sean and seeing Nigel there having a pine and stuff, I just I think that's what people have missed more than anything with no f- no fans in the stadiums. Is having Since, that
0: pine. Seeing the hi- seeing the highlight up, oh, seeing the match on the telly of the, the last game, seeing them fans, they just all looked so happy (laughs) the ones that were there didn't they (laughs) It was they
1: just looked so happy and it was just so nice to see because you sat there and just watching them and you know there's there's like kids there and there's old blokes and you know some guys who've probably been going for 50 years and and now they're sort of like you know they haven't been for over over a year really at the stadium um and i think it's gonna I, i think you know i know i know everything's awful what's happened in the last sort of 15 months or 16 months or so but i think for west ham i think it's i, I honestly think it's it's given opportunity to a lot of the and particularly the players have played so well that the mm. fan the fans are sort of uh, renewing their identity with the club again do you know what i mean because it's like the it, it, yeah, appeal are desperate like fresh, to go back and they're fresh desperate start, to see it. It? So, yeah fresh start almost yeah and i think
0: it's great it's really good i've heard some i've heard i, heard, I don't know probably all heard the same stuff but like on various um, sports stations. And a lot of a lot of them kind of said that maybe West Ham did better because there wasn't fans mm. at the stadium, which I understand in some ways, but then mm. I think that's taken it away from think, the players. Yeah, I
1: agree. I, I to, to be perfectly honest and perfectly frank, um, I think at the beginning it did help us because mm. in the summer, it wasn't a great summer transfer-wise. Um, and we just sold Dean Gone, didn't we? Just for the and and Martin Noble mm. came out with that tweet, didn't he, on Twitter to say, yeah. oh we didn't want to go. All a bit, it was all a bit it's all toxic. Yeah, and then it
0: wasn't
1: it for a while? It wasn't we we didn't play very well. We lost the Newcastle game and then we lost it wasn't a good game, it was probably our worst game all season. Same as the uh the Arsenal game, um away the following day, following week rather, and you just know that it would have just you know the monkey will be on their back so so to speak, moving forward. And so mm. I think that definitely helped us, like like the team, settle as a team into the season. Um, but, you know, the adverse thing is you look at times where we might have dropped points. We had a lot of three-twos, didn't we? Or the Arsenal game, it was three-all. Mm. With a crowd, the way we were playing first half, with a crowd behind us, we wouldn't have joined that game. We'd have won that game 4-1, four, yeah. four, 5 yeah. well easily, yeah. convincingly. Yeah, um, agreed. And so they needed that. And I mean, you saw that, you know, I, I remember watching the West Brom game on West Brom. We played West Brom at, at uh, the Hawthorns and West Brom were like a completely different team with the crowd behind them. And hmm. it makes a huge difference. And actually, I think that's, again, a testimony to, to Moyes and, and the and the team in terms of the squad and the backroom staff in that, you know, you've, uh, you, you'd you hope most football players would be up for games, to win games. But sometimes hmm. if they're not feeling a bit shit or whatever, where you need that team to push you through because you haven't got the crowd to push you on that, that extra 10%, 15%. So having a really strong team bond, that's what helped us. And that was generated with not having fans. So
0: it's sort of a, it's
1: sort of a you know chicken and egg thing, I think.
0: That was, that was the good thing about not having – well, there's not many good things about not having fans there, but that was one of the good things that you actually heard all the players kind of shouting yeah. to each other and you could hear this, it's like, like, people commanding more from other players and it was yeah it's a really good thing to see
1: and also we've got a really noisy bench you know we've got a really noisy bench yeah. we've got you know we've got Moyes we've got, we had Alan we had Kevin we had you know we had some big shouters on the bench as well yeah. and, and that really like came through on the, on the on the telly and stuff obviously I was there so I I'd, I'd literally popped my head out and i would just I'd sit outside listening because it's just hilarious listening to <laughs> the all the <laughs> Villa, we played Villa and 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 old JT, old John Terry was kicking off with uh our uh, fitness coach. Oh, it's just hilarious. And you could hear it all <laughs> the way up because there was noise travels, isn't it? Right where they, all the journalists are, and they're just laughing at all everything he offered him out. He went, Yeah, all right, come on then. Come on in. Come on in John. <laughs> it's
0: so brilliant.
1: <laughs> Dave Billow's God bless him. Oh so much fun. I loved it. I loved it, loved it. But yeah, I mean, hope as you said, you know, hopefully more thick to come. Um yeah, you know, yeah. We've got a European tour coming, so that's great, isn't it?
0: Yeah, how good is that? Yeah, brilliant.
1: But it's yeah. gonna be a good European tour. It's not gonna be a European tour where you know we're gonna, you know, we're, we're we're not seeded, so we are gonna be playing against a relatively big side in the Europa League, at least one. Yeah. So
0: that's great. That's great. That is great. Play. Yeah, of course it is. Uh, yeah, and it's it's good timing that there'll be supporters back
1: support us back hopefully some of them will be in the old hopefully some of the places we go to will be in green so we can go um so <laughs> we'll yes s-
0: that's true yeah that's, that's the trouble true. i'm, I'm double dosing yeah. I'll,
1: I'll be double dosed for ages so i'm all right i'm
0: fine i've got one i've got one to go but yeah I like got, I like you, Russ. I bet I'm older than you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, but you're not know, as <laughs> fat
1: as me, that's why. That's why I got two in. So I've had two done. Um <laughs> below here, the, the lockdown body did not ha- did not happen.
0: To be honest. <laughs> Oh, what? These, oh, I think we all, I think we all gained a bit of a lockdown body. Exactly. Yeah, it's the one thing as uh,
1: Amazon couldn't deliver me. It was was a was a lockdown body or even delivery. <laughs> That's really the problem. But to be honest, but um, right. Let's move on to your hammers eleven. So so uh, basically, everyone we have on the channel, Paul, but bar I think three people. And that be like Harry Redknapp, I think it was Nigeria Coker and Ian Bishop. Everyone else gave us an 11. So the idea is you put together 11 of the. It can be based on whatever criteria you want. It doesn't have to be the best. It can be the, you know, whatever. But the only rule is you have to be alive to see them play. Now, we said just before we started that it sounds an easy thing to do, but it's not. Mm. No, Particularly no. you from the 80s, so like the early 80s, technically you can pick... All the way, you know, it's there's a lot to pick from. I, I mean, I started to point. That yes. I, I mean, my first game was nine, the 92, 93 promotion season. So I had like, you know, I didn't have any of the 85-86 boys because okay. I hadn't seen them. So, so that was the trouble with me. So I know it's quite, I know it's been quite yeah. tricky, but it's, it must be
0: quite cathartic as well, you know, reliving memories. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I must say, I I, I I've only been to one game in the eighties, and that was in eighty six. And that was that was West Ham Chelsea, and we and we won five three. That, that was actually my first match. That was my first ever game. So I've got a couple of guys from the eighties, um, and then it was mainly nineties when the season the season that we got promoted to the Premier League. That's the season that I first spent for the whole season. Same as me. And onwards, really. So yeah. you know, same as me.
1: That's good. That's good.
0: Right. Okay. So we'll start. We'll start off in position. So we'll start off in goal. So okay. Who's got
1: goal for the uh, Paul Paeke eleven?
0: Okay, well, I have. I don't. Uh, it, was <laughs> I, it was tough, but it was tough. But well, I, should I tell you? Well, no. Okay, uh, I went for Ludo.
1: Ludo. I went for Ludic
0: Ludic McCloscoe because I remember sitting behind that goal uh, when West Ham played Man United, and Blackburn won the league on the last day of the yeah. season. Yeah, and what an onslaught! <laughs> of Ludo's goal and some of the saves he made. Uh, it, it, yeah, as to me, that's such good memories. And and he's probably the to be fair, he's probably the goalkeeper that I've seen the most. So yeah, yeah. and what a legend, Ludo. He was, oh, he was brilliant. I I this is a funny shout, and I didn't pick him, but part of me thought Peter Shilton. No. Because but he never made an appearance for us, but no, I did see him. I did see him at matches warming up and I did actually get a photo of him once. I just called him and he came over and I took a photos. And to me, he was like a legend. He was like a legend. Like, oh, no, it, was, he it was. was just as he was as he was yeah, walking yeah. off to be fair. Yeah, yeah. But um it was funny.
1: We interviewed a guy um who he was a, a um a reserved team, he only made three appearances, a guy called Steve Mogitone, who's uh, an Australian guy, and um he signed uh, just before, or, or Schultz had just signed, and so you know, as a youngster in Australia, he was like you know Peter Shilton, and he was like next to him, like tr- well, like training with him, and it was the same thing. Yeah, he never played, but Schultz, <laughs> it was just he was Peter Shilton, and although I, I did go to his one thousandth league game when he he went to Orient. Uh, I remember we went to always that's right, it did oh, after to, West Ham, wasn't it? Yeah, to, to yeah, basically yeah, yeah, get to right. the get to the a thousand. Yeah and yeah, um yeah. and I can again like Plymouth or Peterborough or something like that. It was like it was heaving. I'd never seen the Brisbane Road so busy, but um yeah, i we'll put Ludo and Ludo was like always in goal. He yeah, like always in goal, wasn't he? He's just like you was... remember like any time it was like, well, Ludo was in goal was... that time. Was it was it Ian Ian Ian... Ian, Ford, yeah, Ian, Ian Yeah, 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 yeah. The American.
0: Yeah, him, Ian, Ian's a top bloke. Yeah, he was the backup. I remember him being. He a, was. Like, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a top bloke.
1: He was really fun, yeah.
0: and it's funny because you interviewed <laughs> a
1: lot of them, and and obviously, you know, he was saying, I said to him, and Steve as well. I said, oh, you know, what's it like being a number two? Because surely you know you're going in, and you're not going to be playing every game. And he was like. It's really weird, us, you know, because like we have like this goalkeepers union and we want to make sure that, you know, and, and we look out for each other. So we're always like a little band of brothers. But, you know, you you just want to it's not a case you don't wish that Ludo was doing badly, but you want to be ready. So if he did do badly, you could go. And I understood that. Yeah, you get yeah, one yeah. chance. You get one chance. I mean, Steve got had, I think Steve made three appearances in a week and that was it then he was done. So it was like two okay. cup games in the Premier League because Ludo was injured and then the next game was like Liverpool way or Arsenal or something like that and uh, Ludo was fit for that. But yeah, honestly, I, I, love, this, I love those stories. It's incredible. We'll put <laughs> Ludo got, in. i
0: got, I got to say, Russ, Phil Parks was up there as well because I, I've seen Phil Parks the once. Obviously, I'm on telling you a lot. But I went with Ludo because I've seen him lots yeah, more times. It's, so, it's all reference points.
1: And that's, and that's yeah. why I put in that thing about you have to be alive to have seen him play. Because I never yes. saw Phil Parks play. So he didn't get him the team. So yeah, but some people did, he's in the team. Um, right, defenders. Who's your first defender? Okay,
0: well, my favourite uh, left back ever, uh, Mr. Julian Dix. Oh, of course. Because you know, the, the Terminator, what more can you say? He, he loved his heavy metal, which also was for me a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's just such a guy. I mean, he is the I mean, penalty taker. What extraordinary, he would just smash him. I think I don't think a, I don't think a penalty was ever saved, was it? I don't
1: know if a penalty was ever know. saved
0: or he missed. I don't know, but I'd go with Julian Dix. He, yeah, and the, and the fact that he never played for England, I just think that was. Outrageous, really. It was for years. It was, but it's all it's all continued throughout the whole of West
1: Ham since probably Julian onwards, isn't it? In that, you know, good players if they played for West Ham had to be like even more better. I was going like gooder, but better—that's mm. the word, Russ. Yes, better to get into the England. Scored like you know Declan Rice now. There's he has to be in England because he's the best, one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Whereas yeah. Jesse Lingard, arguably the most in, one, the most informed midfielder we've got. Oh, Mark Noble, Mark <laughs> Noble, exactly the same. You know, we've had it before, Billy Bonds. Billy Bonds, how did, how did Billy Bonds never play uh, for England, but Emlyn Hughes did 60 odd times? That it? makes like, no sense at all, does it? Makes no sense. Right, so we'll put the Terminator in. Love Terminator. Love Dixie. Right, who's next? Who's next? Okay, I've
0: gone for Rio. I've gone it's for Rio Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Because when he when he started at West Ham, you could... I think everyone could see that he was going to go far yeah be a great player uh, be a great England player um, I used to love it once or twice every match he would do one of those marauding runs up the pitch yeah <laughs> which is exciting um it's just a great guy just a great yeah. guy so and I think with Rio uh, Mr. as well I th- Mr. I th- I th- Ferdinand
1: I think with Rio for me he was it's like I think <sighs> I'm trying to explain it I mean because because he has such a good career after West Ham you know I feel really proud of that career he's had because we you know it started with us I know like you know you know it's it's like a cake you know you've got the guy you might make a beautiful cake but the guys who made the eggs were really really good eggs so therefore (laughs) you're gonna have a good cake and I think that's that sort of you know, in the same way of Rio, and I think he knows that. And I think that's why he still has a soft spot for West Ham. And it's obviously, yes. Obviously, Anton as well, you know, his brother. Yep. And um yeah, just great, great person, Rio. is a big fan of his. Uh yeah, we we'll put Rio in, he was in mine as well. Julian was in mine, Rio was in mine, so you're doing you nice. Nice. Who, nice. who's your goalie,
0: Russ? Robert, who's, who's Robert Green for me. Okay, yeah, no, it good, wasn't. Yeah, sorry, it wasn't
1: even Robert Green. Sorry, Lucas Fabianski. No. Sorry, Lucas. <laughs> I can imagine Lucas now is like, unlike
0: unsubscribed. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure, sure he is in the Poland uh, team team camp at the moment. No, I had Lucas Fabianski. The reason I had Lucas Fabianski was um, I loved Ludo, and I think part of me, I think part of my love of Ludo was just the nostalgia of him being in that team and then that time where I really got into West Ham. and But I always remember my granddad, God rest his soul, he used to call him Loopy Ludo, and that just, just stuck <laughs> in my head. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think Fabianski consistently, I mean, when I look at goalkeepers now, we haven't done bad for goalkeepers apart from like six months, about two seasons ago. But every time, you know, but Fabianski's the first keeper I can think of, maybe Robert Green was the same as well, to some extent, where a ball's coming in, a cross is coming in, you're not worried if he's going to catch it. You're already looking where he's going to throw it too. Do you know what mm. I mean? And I know he, I know he fluffed one a couple today, but he always, every, every keeper of West Ham does what I do. But that, that was that's why I put him in there. And I thought thing of Fabianski is if we'd had him before he went to Swansea, he would be, in my opinion, yeah. in the same elk as a Ludo because he because Ludo yeah. have so long like longevity.
0: But yeah, again, yeah. It's a reference points. Um, right, I'll put Rio in. Who's your next one then? Okay, I, I was going to go Alvin Martin. Um, because I, I, I see him play towards the end of his career with West Ham. But but I've kind of picked one, to be honest, it's not one that I know as much about, but I loved him when I was a kid, and that, and that was Ray Stewart. Oh, I just I just I just, yeah, I just remember he was just one of my favourite players when I was a child, and I don't really know the reason why, because I didn't know much about the players, but I just always liked Ray Stewart, and the fact that he could take a, a killer penalty as well. So.
1: Yeah. So yes, I think I think Tonks was like I mean I obviously I never saw him play I I obviously very you know we 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 we, we converse let's just say that Hmm. we converse Hmm. um, now and uh, just such a mad West Ham he's passionate about West Ham and and I've obviously gone to watch a lot of games since interviewing. A lot of players from that era as well, or the ones that you could see, obviously there's a media blackout in A586, but, you know, he was um, just, uh, what I like about about play, certain players are they'll play, uh, obviously we had a problem with Sebastian Haller, didn't we? I know, it's just, yeah, that's a similar yeah. way Sebastian Haller. Obviously, Sebastian <laughs> Haller could only play in one system. I, ironically, we'd probably still in the, I reckon we'd have been in the Champions League if we still had kept him. But that's just my opinion. Just because I think we would have need we needed him a few times last season. But anyway, so he only played in one position. And so if you played a system which didn't suit his position, he was crap. Um, Ray Stewart, I think even the eighty five eighty six season must have played three or four positions that season. Mm-hmm. So obviously was known as a as a right back primarily, but obviously played centre back as well. Um, he played left back, I think, some games. I think he played defensive midfield as well. And would just give a hundred percent. Wouldn't sulk. Just do it. You know what I mean? And just just, yeah, for the for the team, for the cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and he he said, I asked that about a while ago because obviously he was saying about the West Ham that the team we had obviously a few injuries last season. He goes, "Guess now you see how good Moyes is if he can get a tune out of." This player, if he puts him out of position, because it's about the manager and the play, the way he says John Law would make me, I'd run for a brick wall after he'd, he might put me. He says Ray, I'm going to put you left back today, and then he'd tell me why, and he'd make me think I was the best left back in the country, and then <laughs> next week I'll be playing centre mid, and he'll tell me I'm the best centre, centre midfielder in the country, and I and I believed him, and yeah. and, and that was the same with him. But yeah, love love Ray Stewart, love Ray
0: Stewart. Um, right, so what Dixie Rio Stewart? Who else? Who's next? Okay, I, I I don't necessarily know if this guy was one hundred percent right back, but I know, like with Tonga, I know that he dropped back in that position many times, and that is Steve Potts. Yeah, we can. Yeah, Potsy could go there. Potsy, he's he, I want a player. He was oh, captain, captain for a few years as well, wasn't he? And also, and also I, I believe um, where I used to go to school, the chip shop around the corner. I believe his mum and dad. Brilliant. Um, used to own that, and he. I, I think I, I never saw him, but people said that he used to work in there on Saturdays. Like, oh, I love that's whilst, a great story. <laughs> that's true. That's, whilst he was a youngster, that's a, someone, that's at the will, someone. I
1: guarantee, <laughs> someone, will,
0: someone <laughs> will be watching. What was what was the fish and chip shop called? Do you remember? Oh, I, it was at the, it was by the Roundhouse in Dagenham. I can't oh, I can't I'm remember. Sure if someone, because
1: someone will watch this and know if that's true or not. So yeah, because he was a Dagenham boy, weren't he? He went to Dagenham. Yes, in, I've got I've got a picture somewhere of him. One his mate stitched it up. We stitched him up when he was doing a show. Um so
0: maybe the uh, maybe the maybe the chip shop is called something like Potts's Place. Well, or <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I don't know. That's great, yeah. But P-L-A-I-C-E,
1: of course. Yes, of course. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. I love that Potsy's <laughs> place. Yeah, if, if not, it should have been. If not, that was a yeah. missed opportunity. If, <laughs> if not, when we go back to London Stadium and they need some vet outdoor like food vendors,
0: they have That's to have it. a fish and chip shop called Potsy's Place. That's it. And they have to name they have to name all the food vendors after players you can have Haller's hamburgers, couldn't you? Haller's hamburgers,
1: you could. Uh, um... you, could. <laughs> you could have
0: uh... a... Oh, here we go, here we go. We, 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 we...
1: That's it. That's, that's it. I do like a live show every every lunchtime, Monday to Friday, and mm-hmm. I do a silly thing where I say to someone, I'll say, right, I give them homework and I say, right, okay, tomorrow we're going to do a West Ham car 11 and they have to make it like... That astor. sounds great. So it's great fun. So it's it's great yeah. fun. And, we have some, and honestly, like Cleo Ferdinand... Um, you know, we've had some real and <laughs> or we do like a barbecue eleven or we do a
0: whatever. And something is Cleo Ferdinand related to Aston Ferdinand. Oh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or we could have oh. had
1: out all we could have asked Aston Martin. Um, you yeah, know, so, oh that's better. All those types of things. And um, yeah, so i am gonna save that. Well, we'll save that anyway. But yeah, we could have a oh come on, come a food, on, a a food think, 11 think think where's the i I'm trying to think of a K. Uh, Mark Keller Kebabs, that's it. Mark Keller Kebabs, oh, that, yes, see, yes, that's what I mean. Liked okay, here it. we go. Right, what else? Uh, oh my god, Piets oh. pizzas. What have we got? Piet's Pizza, Piet Pizza, obviously. Um, yeah, Schemmel <laughs> Sushi. Because <laughs> actually, Sebastian Schemmel he's um, he, he owns a restaurant called uh, it's was a brasserie in Luxembourg called Upton Park. Oh, okay. No, go. That's good, and, that's he may, and he may be on the channel next week. Just saying, oh, just excellent, excellent. <laughs> just saying, <laughs> we, for, those of who, for those who have watched it, they don't know who could be on next week. Um, uh, right, anyway, so, but see, so, yeah, Steve Potts, like Mr. Dependable, Mr. West Ham, just yes. had he just never had a hair out of place as well. No, no,
0: not P L I C E. Um, but he never did, did he? Never did, just no. Just, a, just in that sort. Of, I know, I'm not. I'm not comparing, but in that Bobby Moore mould. You know, in, no, in I know. That I know what you mean. Old, old yeah. school. A bit like Martin Noble. Yeah,
1: Martin O'Neill yeah. ever in yeah, yeah, that yeah. place. Um, and again, that's maybe what catch, You know, it's like almost yeah, sort of a similar role. I know he exactly Parker. What he was kind exactly, of exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but that's yeah. what I mean. I mean, you know, obviously. You know, Parker's pickles. Um he um Parker's ploughmans, Parker's ploughmans.
0: Like, like it.
1: Could you could you yeah, you couldn't get could you imagine going to a game and, what have you got? I've got I've got a pie. Parker's pies. Uh, idiot. What have you got? I've got ploughmans. Shows how posh I am, is it? I didn't think of pie. I went straight for
0: ploughmans. Straight for ploughmans, that's a good yeah. healthy.
1: Well, I, yeah, so I don't know. As, as uh, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, Nigel, Nigel's, Nigel's uh, does, uh, he's, he's my delivery man for my pie and mash, and I don't eat pie and mash. Mrs. Budden eats pie and mash. And um, yeah, so that's why, that's why pies didn't come into my head. Just, just, <laughs> just cheese and onion instead, um, a bit of French bread on the side. Anyway, we digress as always. But yeah, Steve Potts, I know exactly what you mean. And also, I think Steve Potts, talking about people who did, should not shoot at play for England. If Steve Potts was about four or five inches taller, he would have been yeah. In a good squad. Yeah, agreed. Arguably, he was a better centre back than he was a right back, but he was just five seven, five eight. That's not
0: that's not the tallest, is it? For centre
1: back, but he he read the game well. So you know, yeah, that's the idea. That uh, nowadays you can get away with that. Now it's not necessarily an aerial battle. Really, it's about reading the game and and just seeing the
0: pass, exactly, seeing the seeing the way out.
1: Yeah, just intercepting. I think it was one game. I think it was. Arsenal way where Potsy was just like had, I want to say Ian Wright in his pocket or something like mm. you know he literally just like man marked about the whole game. It was real sort of you know people talk about you know certain games and certain players and, and Potsy at that game was just phenomenal. And uh but yeah, okay, so we'll put so we we'll put so, so we got your Dixie Rio Stewart uh, uh, Tonks Potsy. Who's next? Who's your next in your team then, Paul? Okay, so we are
0: going midfield. Uh, okay, go for it. Go. Okay, now this could be a mistake, and I apologise. Um, but I, I've gone le- like left wing. I've gone. and I'm thinking this is wrong, but I've, I've gone Billy Bonds. Well, we put whatever you want. You put, it's your team, so, so I know he was a midfielder. We'll put. I know he's a Doesn't defender. Matter. Doesn't matter. Because okay, also, I, 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 we're I doing it on Zoom. Billy Bonds.
1: Because we're doing it on Zoom. Just don't say hmm. the positions, and I'll just put the thing. Okay. up and no one would know. So midfield, oh, like Billy, Billy get, Bonds.
0: Yeah. Billy Bonds. It was. It was close. It was. It was, it was either Billy Bonds or Felipe Fli- Anderson. Do you know um, what?
1: It's, well, it's a coin toss. I'll be honest, it's a coin toss. It's, well,
0: it's a, a tough one, isn't it? It's, it's a it tough is. choice. But I, but I opted for Billy, Billy Bonds. Yeah. Yes. Um, just, yeah, in my mind, just a legend. I've, I've seen him lift a cup. Uh, of course. I mean, yeah. twice twice in my lifetime, but once that I actually saw, because I was, you know, old enough. Um, yeah. I did go and see an evening with Billy Bonds a few years ago um, uh, in a local that was hosted by Tony Gow, and that was that was brilliant great fun was such those nice a good summer, night yeah yeah so good
1: i'm mm. looking forward to going that's one thing i'm looking forward to, to as well is obviously i associate a few people who do these events and so you know in the summer we're going to be doing more so i can't wait to start going and and just like you know and that's what i love about that era you know you said like tony Gao and bonzo and you got like tonka and people like that and you'd go and listen to them you know Every year, where we sit, you know, every year at the South End cliffs or whatever, or, or Barking Theatre, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah and uh, yeah, but it's the same stories. They say the same stories. You know, you know the yeah. punchline, but you go and listen to them because you, you don't care. It's like, it's, no. yeah,
0: you don't care. You've heard them before, but you you know you like them. They give exactly. you a smile, don't they? And that's a bit like only falls and horses. Yeah, <laughs> you've it, yeah, you've seen, seen them a million it's, times. It's exactly what
1: he is. <laughs> you know he's gonna fall down. And you know he's going to fall in that wine yeah. bar. And you're just like, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Oh, there he is. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. No, it's so true. I'll right, we'll put, we'll put Bill in. Top man. Amazing, amazing okay. character. Amazing character. All right, Bonzo. So Bonzo's your first midfielder. Who's next?
0: Okay, next i got Joe Cole. Joey Cole. So, so you can in, flip
1: it. Put Joe on the left. It's okay.
0: And Billy can be in the middle. So it's fine. Joe Cole. I've got Joe Cole in, in the same reason I've got Rio, really. Just that. See you. See him come into the team, and you kind of just knew that he was going to be a special player. I, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if people felt he went as far as he could have done. Like, obviously, left us went to other teams. and I, but I did agree. he? Did did he? Was did he? Should he have done more in his career? I know he's I injured think, I think in
1: and Rio, in some respects, mm. not 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 sort of you know when they look back at their trophy cabinet. And they've, you know, they've got some trophies in there and they got some medals. Yeah. That's one more than they would have probably stayed if they stayed at us. Um, But I think from a legacy perspective, Rio Fernand, when the Rio Fernand we saw and the Joe Cole we saw, if they continue to have played in the same vein that we saw them, Rio Fernand would have been, in my opinion, would have been in the same ilk as a... Beckenbauer, as a Maldini. Mm. Yes. You know, because he was like his play in central midfield, the centre back, and read the game well. And when he went to United, like Ferguson seemed to just take all that out and it was more about just being a defender, which he was a fantastic defender. But he had that in his locker. Same as Joe. Joe's best position was as a free role. And and that's when he was at the most Joe Cole. And, you know, the game's changed now. You don't get free roles and stuff like that. But uh,
0: that's my opinion. And it was nice that he came back as well for a, yes. for a stint, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. was just nice that he, you know, sort of unfinished business
1: unfinished for him business exactly. that way. Unfinished business, yeah. yeah. And he captained yeah. in the side at a very young age as well. You know, that season went down, he captained the side, didn't he? And and he yeah. was the same age as Deck, you know, 21, 22. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of responsibilities taken, you know, on his shoulders and fair play, you know, fair play to Joe. Yeah. Um, but he's got really crap internet though. So that's the age, you know, yeah, he's a great player. He's a great
0: player. You're going to get him, to get him on soon,
1: though. But he hasn't been on Miami's 11 because he can't, He can't. his internet keeps going down. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Eventually, when social distance, when we can all, when uh, we can all sort of meet up again, well, he's going to be on. So that's all right. Anyway, so we'll put Joe on.
0: Who's next? Okay, next, I've gone for Mark Noble. Oh, Mr. because West. Mr. West Adam, I mean, what, what can you say about this guy? He's, consistent he as we said Mr West Ham he loves the club he's yeah. it's a shame it's a shame that he's said that next season is his last I mean I mean it's probably about time in some ways isn't it he's you know to be fair he's maybe slowing up a little bit in recent year or two or yeah, yeah. Um, but the years that he's put in and, and he's got a deep love of the club hasn't he yes. so yeah, that's, uh, something, that's,
1: something, yeah. that's something really special, I think, as well, you know, and the fact is and he, I mean I was I was listening to his 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 podcast with Peter Crouch like a few weeks ago and and, and, and it was quite interesting so obviously yeah, I mean look I mean I said looking at legacies, looking at Peter Crouch's legacy. Peter Crouch played for England, he had the robot, he you know, he played at Liverpool, he played at Tottenham, he played for Portsmouth, you all, all these stoke, you know. And, and Crouch, you said, he says, but I'm a bit jealous of you, Mark, because I won't be recognised as a legend at any of those clubs.
0: Yeah, but
1: you will that's... be. That you, when you, when you hang your boots, you've got a job there for life, and you're a legend, and you'll be, you'll go down <laughs> as. And do you know that's what? A really good point. And, and and I I didn't think of it like that, but from a, an old school professional perspective, I mean, Crouchy's mm. probably played the same amount of game. Maybe they were the same amount of games, probably in his career, maybe.
0: Mm. And, but for about well, eight or <laughs> eight yeah, clubs exactly. or something, whatever whatever amount it is. Yeah. exactly.
1: And it's just it's really interesting to say. But also, you're right in terms of having a, a you know being a West Ham boy as well, being your club captain, playing over five hundred games for your your club, your boyhood club is just something which is so unusual
0: and so old school about it that, um, that I, I think a it is a bit unlucky on like what? On the England door as well, Definitely, really. Yeah, I mean, he, he done well in the like the like under twenty ones, didn't he? I think he capped in the England under twenty ones. Um, I, I think, think
1: he's. I think he's. I think someone said once. I know if he's right. or I was thinking about something else. That he was the most capped under twenty one person, or something like that. He wow, might, it, it might be true. It might be bollocks. It might be someone. Else. It might be James Milner. Or yeah, something like that, probably. But but he's up there. That he's up he there though. Up there. Hey. he must be up yeah. there. Yeah a particular 2015-16 season The last season At the Bowling There wasn't anyone You know He was one of the best Midfielders in the country um, You know And Just Nah It just never happened For him did it Why do, they, why do our players Get overlooked <laughs> I
0: don't think they've got, get, they got <laughs>
1: Crossed hammers On their, on their shirt Yeah um, And, it's yeah. It, and yes. they're, Unless they're exceptional They don't get in Do they
0: But we all, we all know You need three Hammers in the team To to win something For England exactly. We know that Don't we exactly. you know, Everyone We've knows that have only got that. one
1: so we're not going yeah. to win it. Well, yeah, we <laughs> only got one, have not we? Yeah, so it's not, we're not going to win it unless there's a. This is the pandemic. No, this is unless they, there's a lot of people get ill and we uh, bring <laughs> Cresswell in and. Uh, and or oh, Antonio. Antonio, <laughs> see again, yeah, oh, Antonio. I've been. I funny. didn't get a shout. I exactly. didn't get a shout. Exactly. I don't get it. For us, as a, as a squad player,
0: there's yeah. no one
1: like him in the Premier League. Who's who's no. There he is he's obviously a beast. He's, he's a base to play <laughs> against he's, when he's on fire, 20 isn't minutes. It? I mean, you know, yeah. it's funny. It's funny Antonio. Everyone talks about Antonio, oh, yeah, but do you remember that 30 minutes against against Wolves this season? I love like <laughs> the fact that his season has been like dedicated to 30 minutes against Wolves because he was like, you know, prime. He was just like, yeah, like prime Ronaldo. But uh I mean, yeah, he's gonna be. I mean, he'll be our top Premier League goal scorer, won't he, soon? So yeah. Fair play yeah. to him, but yeah, and no, I totally agree. He gets he gets overlooked. Um, That's he, why he he said he was going to commit to Jamaica, wasn't he? For the world, he did Cup. say that. And Ravel yeah. Morrison I... plays for plays for Jamaica, so there you go.
0: Ravel um, Morrison, wow, yeah,
1: there was a player. <laughs> there was a player. Right, Bonzo Joe Cole, Mark Noble. Who's
0: next? Okay, I've gone for Dimitri Payet.
1: Oh, okay, we'll put Dimi Payet in
0: because he he left he left under. Sort of bad condition or yeah. sour or bad terms. He just he he done what we didn't want him to do. He left. No. He didn't yeah. want to stay with us. Family reasons or homesick or whatever. But oh my god, the the goals that he scored, the, the free kicks are set piece amazing. And he just he was just something. I, I don't remember a player like him for a few years before he came. That had no. them skills or no. I don't think there's no there's no one else really like him. I no. I, I live I live. Uh, like less than five minutes from Rush Green training ground, and a few times I've taken my, my children up there to meet the players, and um, <laughs> and Payet came out and he was in his car, and I, I don't know I had a moment where I just felt like whoa, this I said I said to him, I mean I can have your autograph and he signed he signed my shirt and I said just just want you to know you are footballing god <laughs> <laughs> he just laughed at me and he gave me like a high five and. But what a, yeah no he was great uh, what a guy i don't to be honest i've not followed him since he left i couldn't tell you how he's got on since or uh, well
1: yeah he, he's he's done it right he uh, hasn't isn't
0: he hasn't uh, uh that, was, the set the league set the league but, on alive since come back was it when he was when he was banging them goals in for us was it then at that time they said like you know people wanted him for like 50 60 million or something yeah, it, was, the, uh, it was the last was year, like, wasn't it
1: the last year yeah right, wasn't it god that's a long time ago think about it um and yeah, I mean he was, you know, we're talking about Real Madrid and all these players and no um, yeah. Typical but, but as you said, having someone like Payet, you know, it was just amazing to have just someone of that talent, just he was so talented, he was uh, a joy to watch. A joy to yeah. watch. Yeah, mate, yeah, in terms of how he left and da, da da da. But I think now I think that's you know, it's a walk under the bridge and you know, it's you know, you can appreciate what a great player he was, what phenomenal talent he was. Um, and yeah, and probably one of the most, well, he is the most skillful player I've ever seen at Upton Park. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I'd go along London with that. Stadium. And there's Stadium He played there as well. So there we go. He counts. Um, <laughs> right. So we've got Pi. Who's next? Who's next?
0: Right. That's uh, That's my midfield. Yep. So my two strikers. First is uh, Tony Cotty. Tony Cotty. Who you who are the same, a uh, club legend. He's yeah. just a guy. He, I mean, he scored his debut against Spurs, was not it? I mean, what That's more it? It. You what, what could you yeah. want? What <laughs> could
1: you
0: think, it's, you, um, really? <laughs> you that? Um, I saw him in my first game in '86. He, I think, he scored two goals. Um, it was a tough choice, to be honest, Jia. it was, mm. it was tough between. Uh, for me, it was. For, I've got one already, but the, this choice, Tony, it was either Cotty or McAvaney. Yeah, yeah, because they, they were the, the partnership. But I went for Tony Cotty for the fact that he did come back to us again. Yeah. So I saw him play a lot more times yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after he came back from Everton. And funny enough, um, I think it was the match that he first came back at Upton Park. Um, I got complimentary tickets from West Ham because my friend, um, my friend had been very ill in hospital. And we got, um, Martin Allen came and visited my friend in hospital, which yeah. was brilliant. Now I'm thinking, why didn't I pick Martin Allen? But, hey, um, <laughs> he, he came and visit us and he gave us free tickets. And he said, when you better come, you know, if you better come to this match. Um, and the match that we went to was the first, I think it was the first home match Tony Cotty came back um, and we was in the West End Upper, Alton Park. And I think that's where the, maybe the players, families and wives, yeah. and that's where the complimentary tickets were. Um, <laughs> me and my friend jokingly, we, we saw like, the team come on, they were warming up, and we both looked over at Cotty, and just jokingly between us, we went, oh, look, it's the, it's the Everton reject." right? We loved Tony Cotty, we, yeah, we yeah. were just mucking about. Then a guy in front of us, who was sitting in front of us, he turned around and gave me the most stern look I think I've ever been given, and as he was giving me this look, I'm thinking... You really do look like an older version of of Tony Cotty, you know, <laughs> and then, and then it twigged it's like, yeah, that's I think that's Mr. Cotty, that's Tony's dad, um, and we did both literally say to him, "We're only joking. We love Tony Cotty. We're joking," and he just yeah. smiled at us. He, <laughs> I think he was doing a poker face, just to, yeah. you know, but he, he proper smiled. But um oh, now I love Tony Cotty. Yeah, top boy, isn't he top boy.
1: <laughs> Just a lovely guy, just a lovely. But again, like all those, it, all those boys from that area, are just
0: lovely. And he's still got a massive interest in West Ham. Oh, was he part he's of? A con- yeah, he's a, he's part a of consortium or something that was thinking oh, of buying him at one point. So yeah, I but believe. I mean, he's yeah. he's
1: like yeah, I mean, he's 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 a fan, and so again, you know, it was that part of you know having someone who's scored so many goals for your club, who used to sneak under the. Turnstiles to get you know, and same as Mark as yeah. well. It's great. That's what I love about West Ham. There's there's a lot of players who are have this sort of real emotional connection, and they still have it after they've left. Um, I mean, everyone I've interviewed, every player you know, I've interviewed that you know enjoyed their time at West Ham and still follow the team and still follow the results. And it's like, I mean, if you ask Joe Cole, who he'd support. He does say Chelsea and West Ham. That's mm. what he says. And for I think for anyone outside of football in terms of football players. It was like, how can you support two clubs? But
0: he does support. He played. It's got them. to be different when you. Yeah, it's got yeah. to be different when you're
1: same so. as Scott Minto. Yeah, Scott Minto, is the same thing: Charlton, West hmm. Ham, and Chelsea, and Benfica. You know, because he, he he played for them. So you know. <clears throat> but yeah, TC Top Boy, right? Okay, so we've got TC. One more spot. <laughs> okay. okay, so let me just write in Jonathan Caleri now. Who is it?
0: It is Paolo Di Canio. Yeah, well, I was going to assume. <laughs> I mean, what can be said about Paolo Di Canio? What again, legend and, and great lover of West Ham. He even still, loves, I mean, he even still does the cross hammers when you see him on in yeah. interviews. And he, just a great guy. I was, I was a bit disappointed a few years back when there rumours that he might come in and be assistant manager. Um, I don't know if that was before Pellegrini. I can't. Hold when Billich was there, I can't remember, but uh, as crazy as he can be with his, with his sort of antics and his ways, I think he's a good man to have on your side, isn't he?
1: Yeah. I think you're right. I think as I would have him nowhere near managing my team, but assistant manager, I think that assistant manager I could cope with. with yeah. Him. Just because yeah. he's, he's certain, there's a certain level of craziness which I think you sort of need. Um, but if he was your manager, God knows. But yeah, uh, assistant manager, really great shout, I think. But uh, he's just a yeah. I mean, he's just Paolo, weren't he? He was just Paolo. Yeah,
0: you know? he was, I think he was born to play for West Ham in, yeah.
1: <laughs> in a weird way. I think it's a great shout. I think he was man. I think he was. I think he was very. It he's just there's some. People where it just works with the, you know, the, the team and the, and the, and the player just works together. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, someone like, yeah, I mean, Paolo, I mean, Paolo's epitomized that the team and the player just work together as a, as a you know, someone like Carlos Tevez as well, you know, the player and the, it just that, works.
0: Yeah. He it was, it was an, another one that I was, I mean, an hour in the back, to be honest, Tevez. But then I, I thought, no, I think Kaneo oh, gave us more. Yeah. I mean, Tevez done brilliant with us and obviously stopped us going down, scoring last game of the season away at Man United. And and then going to Man United the following season, I believe, was it? Yeah, yeah. Then came, but then he came back and did all that. And then everyone, and he everyone did come started back. Yeah.
1: No, one, no one started doing that until,
0: uh, until, Paolo,
1: until uh, Tevez had done it. So, yeah, it's quite funny. But... Uh, yeah, no. Was that a
0: te- what's that Was that like a Tevez no, thing? That no, I didn't, no, I mean,
1: I've seen pictures. That... I've seen pictures from like the seventies and eighties. of oh, people okay. okay. have done that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I don't remember doing it until I uh, until Tevez did it. I don't remember anyone doing it sort of in recent history. But yeah, but anyway, yeah, it was it, he, he. He sort of half brought it back, but he did it like up here, and okay, yeah, and that's like yeah. you know. So it's like yeah, people do it's it there, gone. but it's going to be up there the original but anyway. Uh, with splitting <laughs> hairs with splitting hairs As usual But yeah no, I mean De Was just one like of those plays You just literally
0: You would You would pay To watch oh, Absolutely Absolutely that, that I mean that game That game where you just Plucked the ball out of the air To When someone got injured That's one of those moments that yeah. just Hang on Hang on what's going on But then it was DiCanio, he, he he does stuff like that. And obviously that, that goal of the season he got that over was that against Everton? I'm not, at Wimbledon,
1: that sure. was, yeah, Wimbledon. Uh, Wimbledon yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. And then, and that's funny because we had um when we had because when we interviewed Ian Foyer, we and we was talking he was talking about Decanio and he um he credits himself with that goal. So he was like, Yeah, that that goal he scored was all because of me, because he like apparently <laughs> like that De Canio sort of did it in training off the cuff. And hmm. then he had this in his idea that he wanted to score that type of goal in the Premier League. So they spent like four hours or three hours after training, like he just got some youth team player just to ping balls across, and Ian was in goal, and Di would just be doing it, It'd be going everywhere. Then he got like four, or five in a row, and that was it. He was happy, and apparently he scored that goal, and then he went running down the touchline. And apparently, but I can't, I didn't see it on the TV, but Ian tells me that the uh, the Di basically like. Points him and that's for you and gives him a cuddle, but I but I
0: can't qualify
1: oh. <laughs> to, to to not believe Ian Foyer, but uh that's that's a part of the story, so yeah. You know, it's uh no. again it just makes it you know it makes it even crazier because it's like where it wasn't it wasn't like an off a cuff off the cuff type thing, it was like I'm gonna do this. It just shows the ability of the man already that he just knew he was gonna do it, so yeah, I'm gonna do this, so I'm gonna do this thing. They're just yeah, crazy man, absolutely crazy, absolutely crazy. And that's the team, so you know, we've got a very good team, um, really, very good, really, very really good. Paul, and obviously, the the single is available on everything, on everywhere,
0: yeah, Spotify. all stre- all streaming and download sites, yeah, Spotify, all iTunes,
1: yeah, all right. that. We'll have, we'll have a link to the video in the description, so go and check you it should. out, give it a like, give it a share, and uh, and yeah, and and hopefully. We'll hear it a lot because obviously, if England stay on quite a lot, (laughs) fingers crossed, eh? (laughs) That's the issue, isn't it? It's like it's (laughs) eighteen years in the making. So this song, so
0: well, I I did. I've kind of always called it the 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 unofficial the official unofficial song of England for every tournament since 1966. So sounds good. That sounds the best way, man. cheers man really really appreciate your time my friend no you too russ and i really really appreciate the invite on it's been loads of fun and it was it was a a lot harder than i thought it would be picking a team but it is is. if you've only
1: got a small reference point that's fine but if you've got quite a long reference and a a reasonably successful reference point as well that's the difference as well um that's that's the tricky stuff but uh it's been great and obviously thanks everyone for watching or listening on the if you're on the podcast, sports social, check them out and all that type of stuff. But anyway, for myself and from Paul, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Watch those fans. Get those jab appointments when you get your jab appointments. uh Come on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye bye.